This is Sick and Wrong, America's number one source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by the Reach Around Foundation. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. And I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wackerly? How was the weekend? It was great. I didn't do shit. You just kind of sat? I didn't even talk to anybody except for like the guy who works at the liquor store. Just went down there. That's like a perfect weekend. Just go really get is. liquor, and you're not bothered by your girlfriend. <clears throat> you're not on a houseboat and like Shasta with a bunch of your girlfriend's friends. That's true. You're not even able to, like, I mean, you can take a I shit whenever imagine. you want. Oh, I took many shits. Yeah, no, seriously, dude. Now, that sounds like a perfect weekend. I don't even want to go into my weekend, but all I want to say is don't ever, ever go on a houseboat with a bunch of your girlfriend's friends that are six years younger than you. In the middle of nowhere, like four hours away from the city, for three days. Just don't do it, Wait, okay? Wait, so a bunch of my girlfriend's female friends and my girlfriend isn't there? No, it was all couples. It was oh. all couples. And oh, no, my, it was with bad. my girlfriend. And in I fact, don't re- that sounds horrid. I don't really want to get into it, but yeah, it was um, traumatic. Well, did a they very have, trying experience. Did they have season three of Battlestar Galactica on the boat at least? No, <laughs> I mean actually, that's you know much what, worse than my weekend. You know that's what they, much worse. The highlight of the entire weekend was being able to get really stoned, which I don't even do all that often. So I got really high and watched Beavis and Butthead do America four times. That's a fine film. Yeah, it was a fine film. Even on the the third time, it was even better. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, just never go on a houseboat. Okay, I'll stay away. Thanks for the advice. Yeah. Hey. uh... You know, as I was sitting around my apartment doing nothing, uh, I happened upon this uh, little tidbit on the internet. So something I've never heard of before. I wonder if you've heard of it. Or, were or you surfing for porn? Uh, maybe. Mormon porn? <laughs> Mormon porn? <laughs> Have you ever heard of Mormon underwear? I thought maybe because, you know, you come from a family where your dad was a man of the cloth. You know about something about religious undergarments. Is this like a sex item? Like, did you, were you at like an adult, like a lingerie store? <laughs> well, or something, like I was a lingerie hoping website? it was, but apparently it's not, according to my research. Mormon, uh, Mormon underwear? Like, they wear this? It's a specific type of underwear worn by Mormons? Yeah. Um, this is confusing. Here, it, well, there's a website called mormonunderwear.com. This is the type of thing that I would think was a hoax. And if you brought it to me, I'd be like, bullshit, dude. That's not. It's a fake hipster joke, you know? But I really don't think it is because it, I, I looked all over the internet and there's just tons of references to it. You know, um, this, it's really weird, but it sounds kind of familiar. I mean, it's not that uncommon for uh, religious groups to have some type of article of clothing. Like, you know, Jews wear yarmulkes, you know, those little beanie hats that we wear. Right. With and, the propeller uh, on it. Yeah, the little propeller that spins around. Those are awesome. But uh, underwear. I mean, it's not like we have, like, you know, a Jewish G-string that we wear. Are you sure about that? <laughs> Don't tell my dad I'm not wearing mine now. <laughs> Rabbis do. Oh, okay. Uh, well, let me get let me get into the description here because I had these same questions and I had to read through this so you guys can all listen to it, go through my process. Uh, for temple-going Mormons... The garment serves much the same purpose as religious clothing throughout history. I don't know about you, but my underwear keeps my wet farts from staining my pants. Yeah, my underwear have a charcoal lining, so my farts just don't smell. <laughs> That's pretty – I actually am very appreciative of that. Yeah, but you, it's, it's horrible, though, when you take them off. So – and this kind of speaks to what you were saying. This, this These undergarments privately set them apart from the world and signifies a covenant between the wearer and God. Now, if nobody else can see it, can't you just, like, keep that in your head and not actually have to put on some, like, mormo 
briefs. Well, my question is, what are these boxer briefs? Are these like boxer shorts? Do women have like Mormon panties? I, I, I'm. I think they all basically look the same. They're kind of like those bright white briefs, granny panties. Like Hanes. Type Hanes type thing. of Hanes Well, type even of a briefs. little more baggy and just lame looking. But do they have like a Jesus insignia on there? Or is there like, a, what's his name? Joe Smith, the founder of the Mormon church? Is <laughs> well, his maybe, face yeah. on it? Let me move on here. There are some, uh, well, if you look at a pair of garments, there's nothing physically special about them. Uh, these are Mormon undergarments he's specifically talking about. They're, they are made from a variety of lightweight fabrics. And most garments are white. However, parenthetically, there are some special colored garments that can be worn by members of the armed services. If I was in the army, my underwear would have to be brown <laughs> for when I shit my pants when the bullets started flying. Yeah, when a bunch of Arabs are running after you with the machine guns. Yeah, brown, brown in the back, yellow in the front. You get the you get the idea. But but for the vast majority of Mormons, garments are always white. The white color symbolizes blah blah priority. So and... are they allowed to wear any other type of underwear, or do they have to wear the Mormon panties uh, or on. mantis? I'm getting as from to the that. Bill would I'm say. getting to that. The garments bear several simple marks related to gospel principles of obedience. Truth and discipleship in Christ. They don't specify what those are. So yeah, maybe it is like you know Joseph Smith's cum stain or something is on every pair. So can you order these Mormon? Could could I go online to the site MormonUnderwear.com and order myself a pair of Mormon underwear? I have not found one that you could do that, but I would love to have a pair just to sort of lounge around the house in. But well, what was you your know, other question? It's, it's, oh, um, you don't. Okay, here. So here's some common misconceptions. Um, that the, this website addresses. The first misconception is that uh, Mormon underwear has knee protectors and nipple protectors. <laughs> That's the first misconception. Jesus, I how big of. is this underwear? Is this just well, like... it's a shirt. It's a, there's a shirt that go a t-shirt that goes with it. Oh, so you get a t-shirt and you get the underwear. Yeah, the shorts. well, this website uh, Mormon-underwear.com Morm- says Mormon garments do not have knee protectors or any other type of protectors. Members of the LDS Church, those are the Latter Day Saints. Oh, Church of Latter Day Saints. Yeah, uh, who are engaged in activities requiring physical protection of any sort would have to use the protectors just like everyone else. I so, guess it's normal protectors. Like let's say you're tempted by a woman, you have those uh, Mormon panties on to protect you? Well, she would probably have them on too. I mean, you're not going to be tempted by a non-LDS woman, are you? No, definitely not. I mean, not You'd if both I was have in the on. LDS. You're, not gonna, you're both going to so have So do you on. think Mitt Romney is wearing a pair of Mormon underwear shorts right now? He better be. See, this is why uh, the debates, presidential debates, are just wasted on those big news people. Because this would be the first question I asked. Yeah, if I was a reporter covering the Republican whatever primary debate. Sam Donaldson. Yeah, I would be like, uh, Mitt, I have a question for you. Are you wearing Mormon underwear right now? And can I see them? Can you, yeah. can you drop trowel? <laughs> can you drop trowel? I want to I want to make sure you're really Mormon. Yeah. I would that would be also my first question. Um uh, the second misconception is uh that here this speaks to what you were asking if you have to always wear them. Because the misconception is that you have to all you have to wear Mormon underwear for life. Uh and actually that's not true. You uh you you don't wear them until you take a special underwear oath in church. They have an underwear <laughs> when you're, oath. When you're an adult, yeah. There's, it's a promise. And that's the whole point of this, I guess, is that you're – there's not really any – you know, it's just really another pair of underwear, right? It's not very flattering, but uh, the point is that you're, it's like a covenant with the church that you're making and you're keeping that covenant. Uh, so apparently you don't have to wear them all the time. It's just after you take that – I wonder if they all do it on the same day, like – 
you know, if Jews, like Jews a have a special mass, day where everybody. Well, we have does. like a bar mitzvah, but I wonder if like in you know a coming of age ritual for I'm Mormon more youth. A, you know, I'm, no, I'm thinking more of a mass where like everybody in the church who hasn't done it yet, you know, it's like that day where like they have you know. Not that I remember church that well, but they have. I think they'd have days where like a bunch of people will get baptized. They don't just baptize people every day. No, I think yeah, they bring a bunch of people to the, to the river, the bathtub or whatever, <laughs> dump you in there, and then I, I bet you they do the same thing. They probably have like a whole bin full of underwear. Yeah, it's like here's your Mormon panties, here's your Mormon panties. It's just that day. You, you know what? I don't understand. Day. I feel that all religions are asinine. Believe me. But I think some are more asinine than others. I mean, I'm not saying Judaism makes any sense whatsoever, but the Book of Mormon and just Mormonism in general, it just, just seems to be – wasn't it founded by some guy who claimed that he had a vision? Joseph Smith. Right. I, I saw in that South Park episode. Yeah. And uh, you know, he, he claimed that he had a revelation and a bunch of angels wrote some stuff down on some gold plates. Wasn't it something like that? Yeah, he says he was visited by the angel named Moroni. I guess that's like an Italian <laughs> angel. Looks like uh, one of those guys from uh, the Marx Brothers, I guess. Uh, and I guess that's where the name Mormon comes from. These uh, gold plates. But yeah, yeah, no, no, that's the funny thing. The, the angel didn't give him the gold plates. The angel said somewhere in America, there's these special gold plates buried, and they just happened to be like 500 yards from Joseph Smith's house. Oh, so he actually found, produced the gold plates. <laughs> well, yeah, he's. I guess. Well, he says he. I don't think he ever showed them to anybody. This is the story that he told, and, and apparently the language nobody knew what it was, or maybe so maybe he did show it to somebody. Well, you know, at least but the Jews. I don't think he did, but he said there was it was a language that I couldn't read, and he called it Reformed Egyptian. And this is the best part of the story. The angel told him to use use these special peep stones that he would look through like a viewfinder <laughs> and then and then it like you know the weird garbled egyptian language resolved itself and into only English he form. could read the garbled language right well only he had the plates and the peep stones i can have as many wives as i want to yeah it says right down here that we can have as many wives as we want to yeah and That's, we have to wear our own special underwear. He basically was making up the rules as he went along. I mean, at least like the big three, like, you know, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam, at least we have like a holy land. We have some prophets and, you know, they've dug up some relics that sort of, well, well, you know, these, can no, kind of I prove mean, the, the existence, you know, you know, the origin of these beliefs. But this, I mean, just to me, is this completely inane? I see what you're getting at, but the, the Mormons are Christian. I mean, they believe in Jesus Christ and all that shit that happened back in the Middle East. They just added some shit to it on the back end. It's, it, <laughs> so yeah. you can do that. You could just be like, well, you know, Moses's alien brother came down to me and gave me some new Jewish stuff, everybody. Listen to me. And you could, uh, you know. Or I could be like, you know, Jesus told me about this flying spaghetti monster that we need to pray to. Right, exactly. I mean, if you ask me, this guy's a cult leader, just like Jim Jones. Just like David Koresh. Right. Well, it took off, though. I, I guess just I, like you're Jesus. Not a, you're not a cult leader if it outlives you, I think. That's but, you, I mean. but you got to kind of commend the guy for at least making up their own kind of panties that you could wear. Because, yeah. I mean, Jews don't have our own specific underwear. I, you know, I imagine if Satanists had their own underwear, it'd probably be like leopard print G-strings. You know, I, thought, with like a I, thought you guys had, I thought you guys had two little yarmulkes on your balls. You know, and we have like those strings that we kind of have to wear. No, you, you're thinking of you're strings. thinking of my you're thinking of the dreidel. Oh right, yeah, that's the butt plug, right? A little butt plug that we use. Yeah. Well, do you want to hear the third uh, misconception? Okay, about third Mormon misconception underwear? here about Mormon underwear. <laughs> well, I found a little bit of a tangent there. The third misconception is that Mormon underwear helps to discipline young boys against masturbation. I guess young girls don't need to be disciplined against it. <laughs> 
Well, girls don't masturbate, right. according to Mormons. Yeah, according you, to Mormons. You know, it's funny that you should mention that, Wackerly. Uh, well, um, let me let me just state that he, uh, this guy, whoever wrote this website, states that that Joe is Smith. a, mi- a misconception. Yeah, I don't think he came back from the grave <laughs> and wrote this on the internet. He was but... using his peep finders. <laughs> maybe, You're maybe. not supposed his... to masturbate yeah, with my papers. Maybe, maybe his internet, internet peep writers uh, wrote this from beyond the grave onto the internet. But that is not That's true. That's a misconception. Uh, and they say that Mormon boys uh, need to learn uh, that masturbation is not an appropriate activity, but they should learn that in church, not through their underwear. See, that's, that's another thing that cracks me up about the Mormons. In their church, they actually talk about helping yourself not to masturbate. Like, they talk about talk masturbation. About Dude, Jews, I mean, they might say, okay, you're going to masturbate, you're going to feel really guilty, and then you're going to have to, like, sit there and be like, you know, you're a guilty pervert. You're a disgusting yeah, little Jew boy. You're a pervert, okay? <laughs> you know, it's much better getting the real thing. But, but we're not against it. We're just like, yeah, go do it. We don't care. We don't want you to go... You know, impregnate a chick, and then we're gonna have to, you know, support your children, and you're only 15. I mean, what else is the dreidel for if not to anally pleasure yourself as you're stroking your shaft? But but it cracks me up that like Catholics and you know Christianity in general, and 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 in particular Mormonism here, you know, actually discusses masturbation in their you know sermons. It's a subject in their sermons. I, I don't think it's in the okay, maybe. Well, yeah. they probably I've teach never it been in to, Sunday I've school. Never, I've never been to LDS church. It might very well be in the sermon. Well, I was doing a little research on this on the uh, the whole topic of uh, Mormonism here, and I came across the book. Like it's it's a it's a whole like list here of like twelve steps in helping you to overcome masturbation. Oh wow. Yeah, it was written, I guess, uh, by a guy named Mark Peterson, who's a member of the Council of the Twelve Apostles. A guy who just thinks about masturbating all the time. Yeah, but he's able to overcome it through his steps. He's put a lot of thought into it, though, you have to admit. Well, I think you should listen to this, Wackerly, because I think it'd make you a more fully realized human being if you weren't masturbating seven times a day. (laughs) Would help. So be assured, yeah, dude, you can get so much more done in a day. Be assured that you can be cured of your difficulty. Many have been, both male and female, and you can be, also you can you can also um, be cured of it if you determine that it must be so. Determination is the first step in overcoming masturbation. So I think it's kind of like you have to identify that you have a problem. Yeah, this sounds kind of like uh, the AA 12 steps or any 12 steps, right? Kind That's of. The first step is admitting that you have a problem. Well, Mark here calls it a guide to self-control. So number one here, never touch the intimate parts of your body. Except during normal toilet processes. I mean, <laughs> that's like saying, how do, how, do, how do I stop masturbating? Don't masturbate. <laughs> Isn't that how you masturbate? You yeah, touch but, the intimate parts of your body? Isn't that what masturbating is? But you is? just like just touch yourself down there when you're peeing. Okay. That's it. The least you get, you don't just have to like spray it everywhere because you can never touch it. <laughs> oh, number two here, avoid being alone as much as possible. Find good company and stay in this good company. I think they mean by good company, not like a cheap $20 tenderloin hooker. Right. Well, I mean, if you had a cheap $20 tenderloin hooker, you wouldn't have to masturbate. And see, now this is something I'm going to have to overcome. If you are associated with other people having the same problem, you must break off the friendship. So, Wackerly, um, <laughs> I think this podcast is over. Uh, number four here, when you bathe, do not admire yourself in the mirror. Never stay in the bath more than five or six minutes. Just long enough to bathe, dry, dress, and then get out of the bathroom immediately. <clears throat> that sounds fair. 
Yeah, no, I mean, a lot of people, I think, dally when they're in the bathtub. Just checking myself out <laughs> in the mirror. Next thing you know, you got your dick in your hand. The water's filled with a bunch I'm of white so, fluid. I'm so hot. <laughs> Number five, when in bed. And this is a, you know, a, a particular moment, an intimate moment by yourself. Yeah. Where a lot of people are prone to masturbate. Hard to have company around while you're sleeping. When in bed, if that is where you have your problem for the most part, dress yourself for the night so securely that you cannot easily touch your vital parts, and so that it would be difficult and time-consuming for you to remove those clothes. <laughs> like put on a pair of snow pants or something? I, I don't know, like a straight jacket or something? <laughs> a, mu- a mummy suit? Number six here, if the, temp- if the temptation seems overpowering while you're in bed, get out of bed and go in the kitchen and fix, fix yourself a snack. Even if it's in the middle of the night, even if you're not hungry, despite your fears of gaining weight, just go do it, and then you won't think about masturbating. I was going to say, if I ate every time I thought about masturbating, I'd be a huge fat pig. Do you think that's why people in America are so fat? No, I think most people in America jerk off all the time, I think, I think and obese they're fat. people masturbate, <laughs> and they eat. If you can find it. They masturbate while shoving Twinkies in their mouth. Oh, Number seven best. here, never read pornographic material. Never read about your problem. Keeping it out of mind, remember, first a thought, then an act. Well, um, should we not be reading this list? <laughs> yeah, I don't know because yeah, you know it's 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 definitely igniting some thoughts here. Uh, number eight here, put wholesome thoughts into your mind at all times. Read good books, church books, scriptures. And number nine here, he says pray because pray is the only defense you have against masturbation. He just threw that shit in there. I mean, they throw they, that's probably in every fucking Mormon list ever created of all time. There's something about you have to pray. Uh, his final suggestions here um, about overcoming masturbation. Listen up, people. Uh, during your toileting and shower activities, leave the bathroom door or shower curtain partly open to discourage being alone in total privacy. I don't want your ass whiff be coming out of the door just because you don't want to masturbate in there while you're on the bowl. Isn't that kind of like being a little too open here in Mormon families? Like, do they just kind of like take a crap and just leave the door open? Yeah, apparently. They're very close. They have like 17 children in a house and five moms and five and two dads it's crazy now here's one that i kind of have a problem with number 13 arise immediately in the mornings do not lie in bed awake no matter what time of day it is morning wood it's a dangerous thing it's like you wake <laughs> up you know you got the boner you're probably thinking jesus is not looking yeah and you want to rub one out you know jesus likes to sleep in late maybe you got up earlier than him and the early bird gets the worm <laughs> and i guess uh for some of our listeners i imagine who are chronic masturbators um and uh, wackily you might want to abide by this rule in very severe cases it may be necessary to tie a hand to the bed frame with a tie in order that the habit of masturbating in a semi-sleep condition can be broken this can also be accomplished by wearing several layers of clothing that would be difficult to remove while sleeping so I wonder how many Mormon kids actually bind themselves to their bed frames. Well, he's only talking about one hand, so this guy's never heard about the stranger. Come on. Oh, yeah, this guy needs to think hand. a little bit more about masturbation. And uh, this is the last thing I'm going to say about it here. Do not let yourself return to any past habit or attitude patterns which were part of your problem. Satan never gives up. Remember that. Be calmly and confidently on guard. Satan's always right over your shoulder trying to get you to masturbate. Do you think Mormons just live in fear of that? Of masturbating or of the devil looking over their shoulder or both? I think of the devil behind them saying, just come on, just go do it. Wouldn't you like to rub one out right about now? Come on, nobody's around. You know, it, my theory about this whole thing is I, I bet you like we wouldn't have so many religious wars. 
There just wouldn't be this much strife if everyone just jerked off more. If everybody just spilled a little of their seed. If they just spilled their seed on the ground, I don't think there'd be as much strife in this world. Seriously, true. George Bush probably wouldn't be as much of an asshole if he just jerked off a couple times. Yeah, it does make me really lazy. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, go check out the website. What's it called? Mormon-underwear.com? Yeah, I'll probably put a link up if I can remember. Yeah, you know what you should do? Go get a sick and wrong t-shirt and wear your Mormon underwear around, and uh, yeah, you probably won't get laid. It'd be a nice juxtaposition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, this is episode 71 here of uh, Sick and Wrong. And uh, just to do a quick recap of uh, last week's show, episode 70, I did a story about um, Mommy Dearest, the ball chopper, uh, mother who chopped her uh, little child's genitals off. And blamed it on the wiener dog. Blamed it on the dog. Right. Uh, you did a story about fish feces, and a listener sent in, two listeners actually sent in uh, two different stories about chainsaw beheadings. So we combined those. Yeah. Surprisingly enough, I cleaned house, dude. 88 votes. Uh, you came in with um, a healthy 36, and the listener came in with uh, 42 votes. So See, I think, that story had brewed. That's why it was it, it aged into perfection. But I think it also appealed to people's you know sense of, like, it, it's, it's a child that never actually had a chance to get a boner and masturbate. I mean, you never even had a chance to, like, tie this kid's hand to the bed frame. <laughs> you know? Well, that can <laughs> still happen. He can still not masturbate. <laughs> he doesn't have anything to masturbate with. Right, but he could have, that's why it's going to be even easier for him to not masturbate. Yeah, that could be. Well, anyway, I'm enjoying my uh, case of MGD. Thank you, everyone, for voting. But um, this week, I don't know. I think I'm facing some stiff competition here. Listeners send in a pretty good More article. Floppy. I found a pretty good one. And, uh, yeah, I think you started off the show last week. So um, let me kick the show off this week. Uh, my story concerns a North Toledo woman. I don't know if you remember Toledo, Ohio. It's not that far from Michigan. Did you ever go there? Just hang out? Yeah, party? I used to have to t- drive people down to that stupid Amtrak station like every month because you know people had to go back to New York City, and that's the o- that's the closest Amtrak station that goes from you know between Ann Arbor and. Uh... Well, it's kind of a major one. That's why I think. Right. From like Kalamazoo, it's just annoying. Just it's a real annoying there. drive because you think you know you're gonna take this girl down there and you're gonna get laid and it never happens. Well, you know, I personally I don't really have anything against the Midwest, but Ohio is a pretty fucking boring state. It's that huge is, and it's just true. kind of boring. That is true. But so is Michigan. But I mean, at least we have Detroit and we have a high crime rate. Uh, Ohio has Cincinnati, which is really close to Kentucky, so there's a lot of whiskey southern boys down there. It can be kind of fun, but uh, the rest of the state is a hellhole. And Cincinnati, in truth, isn't all that great either. You know, I've driven through it a couple times, and I've, I've never been all that impressed. But um, this story definitely kind of surprised me. North Toledo mom is accused of having sex with her adult son, who is accused of raping a seven-year-old girl. So, is that um, like some type of Russian nesting doll, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, this story's kind of convoluted, so you kind of have to pay attention here. A North Toledo woman is accused of having sex with her adult son on a regular basis for a number of years, including acts that were witnessed by a seven-year-old girl who her son is accused of raping. So apparently, um, this guy, the son here, 
who's 28 years old, was having sex with his 50-year-old mother is and that forcing illegal? a 7-year-old girl to watch it. Before the 7-year-old girl is involved, is that illegal? Well, you know, surprisingly enough, I was asking myself that same question. All right. Terry Walker, who's the name of the mother here, was indicted yesterday by a grand jury for sexual battery. She's the mother of Kevin Ware, who was indicted this month on three counts of rape. So apparently in uh, Toledo, Ohio, in Ohio in general, incest is covered under sexual battery. So it is a crime to have sex with your mother in Ohio. Well, if anybody finds out, I mean, who's going to say? <laughs> you know what I don't understand about it? It's like you're a 28-year-old guy. Why are you fucking your mother? I can understand if you're, like, mentally disabled and you're in your 40s, you've never been laid, your mom's there, and you're like, ah, oh, well, you know. She's got a vagina. I'll have sex with her. But this guy's 28 years old. He could get a hooker. He could go to a massage parlor. You know, get a blow-up doll. But a number of years. Could get a really awesome porn collection. I mean, there's many options before you go to have sex with mom. Do you think he is Mormon? No. (laughs) I wonder if it's a crime in Utah to have sex with your mom. That might not be the case. Might have to ask Mitt Romney that question. What if it's your hot, like, not really your mom, just the other guy that your dad's married to? You mean the other, you're the other, like a stepmother? The your the second mom. <laughs> you know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, okay, I see. So if your if your dad is married to like eight moms, can you fuck number three? Right. Because she's probably your age. <laughs> <laughs> and she's probably kind of hot, you know, just Mormon, pure, In that Mormon way, chaste. Yeah. So uh, Kevin Ware here, 28 years old, is charged with three counts for three different sex acts, each of which Toledo police said committed Mr. Ware committed with a girl. Uh, just this past April. So this girl is only seven years old. He raped her three different times. Um, and what apparently he did is oftentimes he would rape her after making her sit there and watch him and his mother have sex. So he would have the this girl. Is horrible stamina this guy has for <laughs> deviant acts. Yeah, you know, apparently this guy would have rape. He he would have sex with his mother repeatedly in front of the seven-year-old girl. Does he have priapism or something? You know, I don't know. I think he has a lot of Viagra. Yeah, I guess so. But if you if you see his picture, we're going to have to post this on the uh, site for sure. If you see a picture of his mother, you would need a lot of Viagra for that one. <laughs> I think you would actually need to, like, boil the Viagra down and shoot it directly into Just your arm. Just freebase the Viagra? <laughs> I think you would need to freebase it <laughs> to, to the fuck point where that you, woman. Where you couldn't not fuck her? Yeah, I don't know. Well, you know what cracks me up? Sergeant Sam Harris here of the Toledo Police summed it up by saying, In 31 years, you see a lot of things. Some morbid, some frightening, and some disgusting. This definitely falls into the disgusting category. Well, he's getting the vote for that story then, I guess. Well, I always love how they uh, kind of can sum it up in three different categories. He's like, everything that happens in Toledo is either morbid, frightening, or disgusting. And this one's definitely everything. disgusting. Even Christmas morning dinner at his mother-in-law's house is either, what are they, morbid, morbid disgusting? Or... frightening, or disgusting. Yeah, everything. So uh, Miss Wonker here, the mother, shares a one-bedroom apartment with her son. Now that's... Um, definitely suspicious. She's charged with uh, part of the state's sexual battery law that's used to cover incest. So apparently it's a crime in Ohio. Are they both being charged or just the mom with that part? The mother's being charged just for incest. The son actually is being charged for rape. So the mother of the man's charged with raping the seven-year-old girl um, is just being charged with uh, sexual battery. Okay. And uh, she pled guilty to sexual battery. Her son... um, Apparently said that uh, the girl saw him having sex with his mother, so he's trying to like, I guess, less mitigate his charges. That little girl is gonna be warped. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, police believe that the sexual relationship began with the mother four years ago, and he said that uh, where the son here babysat for the girl like three years. That's longer than any of my relationships ever lasted. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I wonder if it's your mom. Do you really need to take her out to a restaurant? You know, you make, do you, do you, you need make, a wine and diner? No, you make her cook you meal. <laughs> make me a grilled cheese. What do you get her for Mother's Day? Uh, I don't know, a butt plug? Like some handcuffs? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. But also, you know, just my final note on this article. If you have a daughter, a seven-year-old daughter, and the only babysitter you can find is a guy who's sharing a one-bedroom apartment with your mother... Stay home and just keep the kid for yourself. Don't let that guy babysit your child. Yeah. And I mean, when you say keep the kid for yourself, I, I hope you don't mean what I think you no, mean. No, okay, look after the kid <laughs> oh, yourself. Right. That, okay. That's what I'm saying. God, dude. Swear to God. It's like you didn't even listen to my steps in overcoming masturbation. <laughs> so on the sick and wrong scale, uh, this story involved rape of a child. Um, it involved incest that happened over a number of years. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, if you look at a picture... I would say on the sick and wrong scale, just looking at the picture of the mother, this story's going to have to get a 9. Uh, I haven't seen the picture, so I'm going to give it an 8.1. But maybe 8.1? The, well, I haven't seen the picture. Once I see the picture, maybe I'll change my mind. Maybe I'll recant my vote next week, but you know, don't, Wackerly, don't hold your breath. You know, Wackerly, I don't think – I think you're desensitized to incest. That may be. <laughs> I, mean, I, might I don't be, want to get into the details of that. I might be stepping into the realm of your therapist here, but uh, – I think you're desensitized by incest. Well, you know, I've just masturbated to incest porn so much that it's just not even uh, shocking to me It just anymore. doesn't even do anything. Yeah. All right, I'll take no, the 8.1. I think it's disgusting, but I'm giving it an 8.1. I yeah. haven't seen the picture. Come on. All right, well, we'll see what the listening audience has to say about that. What do you have here for uh, 71? I think I have a way better, uh, way better. I think a much better um, uh, inhibitor to masturbation than any of those points that you made from that Mormon dude. You haven't seen the picture of the guy's mom. Okay. <laughs> well, wait till you hear this. Um, I almost couldn't, and I will say that I almost couldn't do this story because it's too gross to me. Too gross. Yeah, you know I have like a... I think this is a first for you. You know I have a medical phobia, though. This definitely falls under that category. Um, apparently, there's a woman in Nebraska uh, who's named uh, something Malloy, something Malloy, uh, Shannon Malloy. She's 30 years old. She got into a car wreck, okay? Uh, and in the process, she hit the vehicle's dashboard. Her skull became separated from her spine, the clinical term for this condition is called internal decapitation. So her head actually was still attached to her body, like by the flesh and the neck and everything. But inside of her neck, her spine, like, broke, you know, her completely skull severed. completely broke off from her body. But it, her skin remained intact, so it was just kind of a floppy head. Yeah, and apparently this woman is still alive and, and giving interviews on on national news. And we do have some audio. I don't know if you want to play it. Or... Yeah, let's just play that audio I'll definitely here. link to it. Well, let's just play that audio because, you know, seriously, I heard her voice and I can't get it out of my head. It's going to make it harder for me to do this story after I hear this, but okay, All let's right, go. let's play it. Shannon Malloy's skull separated from her spine during a January car accident. I wasn't focused so much on the pain. I just kept thinking, I have to stay alive. 
It's called internal decapitation, and it nearly killed the 30-year-old Nebraskan. He just kept saying, we've never, ever seen this injury in a person that's alive, and you need to say your goodbyes now. Doctors were forced to attach a halo device around her head and neck to secure her skull. My skull slipped off of my neck about five times. Every time they tried to screw this to my head, I would slip. And there are other complications. She has a fractured skull, a swollen brain stem, a tube in her stomach, and nerve damage around her eyes. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, I don't, e- I don't even know what to say about that, but... um, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's kind of... Arouse? <gasps> I don't know, man. I think, you know what I think I might do? Take a clip of that and make it my ringtone. Because <laughs> would that be great? Phone call for Dave Scott. <gasps> Here's a phone, phone call. call. <gasps> I don't know, man. It's kind of like Darth Vader's wife or something. Yeah, well, apparently she, was, uh, she wasn't so much focused on, on the pain at the time, but she just kept thinking, I have to stay alive. But why does she talk like that? Is it because, like, she just... I mean, I guess it's because inside of her inside of her neck, there's no structure. It's just like a floppy windpipe waving in the breeze. That's why. So she just doesn't even have a spinal column anymore. Well, well, I guess she has a spinal column, but there's just nothing. It's just not attached. Is that why she's wearing that like head stabilizer? If you watch the video, she has what's called a halo on, which is like eight screws into her head, and then it's like a metal apparatus that then sits on top of her shoulders because otherwise her head would just fall over like, well, why onto is her she chest. cross-eyed Does, is, you know, when you become internally decapitated do your eyes just start like looking well you know, right and left the story gets into it you know obviously she got in this horrible wreck it, she wasn't just internally decapitated she also had a fractured skull a swollen brain stem that, that can't feel very good bleeding in her brain a gi tube in her stomach <gasps> that sucks <laughs> <laughs> can't swallow <laughs> And uh, it says she has nerve damage in her eyes, and that's why they're crossed. Um, so wait, you know what? I don't understand. Was she hit by a drunk driver, or was this accident her fault? Like, was she talking on the cell phone? The article doesn't say, but, you know, she could very well have been doing something crazy. Um, well, you know, this this is what this is the heart of the story to me. This And this is the heart of why hospitals just disgust me. If I'm in inter- <laughs> Why? <laughs> Dude, I'm going to have nightmares. I'm not going to be able to masturbate for like a week. Okay, maybe five days. Well, three, maybe two days. One day. Just resist the temptation. <laughs> Satan never gives up. Yeah, I know. Um, well, apparently, after this article says after the video that uh, you just he- heard the audio from, they've actually taken that halo thing off, and now she just has sort of a neck brace. Um, and, you know, the doctors go on to say, this is also fucking pisses me off. The doctors keep going on and say, it's a miracle. Oh, my God, it's a miracle she lived. This is ha- Because they see this happen before, I guess, but the people always die. But, you know, it's not a miracle. It's a fluke. It's called a fluke. It's like a random, disgusting coincidence. <laughs> so what, are you saying that she should have died? Everybody else that this has ever happened to died. Yeah, she should have died. It's a fluke that she lived. If you ask me, I mean, I'm one of those guys who's, whose outlook on being paralyzed is rather negative. I think if like I lost control of my, you know, lower extremities and I couldn't get a boner anymore, I wouldn't want to live. See, paralyzed And so if I couldn't even move my head around and I talk like that But she's not <laughs> she's not paralyzed. She's walking around with her floppy ass neck in this like, you know, weird contraption. 
and that sexy voice. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, you know, they all say it's a miracle. Uh, they say it's a big step in a recovery process when they removed the halo and just put on this big, creepy brace. Uh, and they hopefully... Uh, it's it's made her hopeful that a full recovery is in sight, you know, unless a, a dead leaf like blows in the wind and hits her in the face when she's walking down the street and her fucking head gets knocked off. I know we've brought this up before, but let's say that was your girlfriend and she was hot initially. This happened to her. She had that voice head stabilizer. Would you still be able to be with her anymore? Well, let me read the next quote and my next <laughs> funny comment that I wrote, and I'll <laughs> then answer that question. She says, ideally, I would like to be fully recovered. I know that that's not a great re- possibility. Do it in her voice. <laughs> I could come real close, though. But I'm really, I'm sure she'll never give a blowjob again. <laughs> She's not going to have that kind of neck movement. No know. gag reflex. That might be true. <laughs> I know. Sounds like a bonus. So probably no, I would dump her. But but just <laughs> just promise prick. Just promise me this. If I'm ever if you ever come to visit me in the hospital because I came I got in a horrible accident, that's assuming that you would come to the hospital to visit me. Which yeah. is doubtful. <laughs> I probably wouldn't. Um I'd give you a pair of Mormon panties. And they and they say, Well there he is. He was internally decapitated and uh don't bump that big halo looking gruesome device on his head. Just sneak in, you know, an MGD, pour it down my throat, you know, shotgun it in there if you have to, and then just smash my face in with a brick. <laughs> please. Please Send promise me. me this. All right, I promise you. I'll okay. do it. All right. I'll do it. Well that that I'm gonna have nightmares about this story and I'm giving it a you know Nobody died, but this story freaks. I almost couldn't do it. It freaks me out so bad. I'm giving it a 9.7. Yeah, that's kind of high. It's kind of high. The reason I, I don't. This, this is the story I'm gonna have nightmares about. Not any of the other stuff we've ever done. Yeah, you know, for some odd reason, I'm actually kind of disturbed by this story as well. Mainly it's the because voice. this girl was shot down in the prime of her life. She's 30 years old, and she looked like if she wasn't cross-eyed with a head stabilizer and she had her mouth shut. She actually looks like she might be kind of hot. And so I feel like, you know, she was kind of, you know, she, she lost a huge opportunity here. Yeah, but now she's no chain. longer even a vertebrate. She's <laughs> She didn't just go to, like, you know, another species like lizard or bird. She, like, de-evolved all the way back to, you know, primordial. Yeah, but she's not a vegetable. She can walk around. She, she can move. She has no – she does not have a functioning spine, dude. See, I think She's like a woman, jellyfish. No, but you know what? I think this woman's just going to be an annoying burden because she still lived – and she can actually walk around, but she's just going to, like, obviously be a spinster for the rest of her life because no guy's going to be able to deal with a voice like that. So I'm going to have yeah, to give Yeah, but you got to give it to her. At least she can wipe her own butt. She's not putting that on anybody else. Yeah, that's true. Can't say that about Stephen Hawking. <laughs> actually, these two might be a good match. Maybe, I'd love yeah. to hear that courting ritual. <laughs> hey, baby, I'll always think you're hot, even with your floppy neck. <gasps> I like your voice. <laughs> you're so smart. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have to give this at least uh, 9.2. I'd like to add one more point. I am in no way disparaging against this what's poor ordeal that this woman went through. My problem is with the medical procedures the doctors are willing to go through to, to just save someone's cre- life. You make freaks out of people, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's a interesting social commentary. Oh, thanks. Definitely. So it's such a sincere compliment <laughs> for coming from you. All right. Well, moving on here to the uh, listener submission for our episode 71. We received a number of stories, and it was kind of difficult to uh, narrow it down. But uh, we had two separate listeners send in this story. But uh, one listener in particular sent an update to her own story. 
So I'm going to have to give this to her. This is sent in by Tracy, longtime fan of uh, Sick and Wrong. All right, let's and, go. And uh, thank you, Tracy, for sending that in. She also mentioned, she, she uh, prefaces it by uh, saying, I know this has been done before, but it's a good one. <clears throat> and she was right about that. Man charged with burning baby in microwave in uh, Galveston, Texas. So I, I think you might recall that um, we did do a story about a guy who uh, killed his, like, I don't know, three-month-old infant in a microwave a few episodes back. Actually, probably like 30 episodes back. But, um, yeah, it, apparently it's happened again. It might be a, a popular method of um, ridding yourself of your child. <laughs> Except the people always get caught, so maybe it's and, not so great. And you don't know why. It's because they don't put the baby in long enough. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> they, they, if it would blow up, you can just kind of scrape it off like lasagna and yeah, just throw put it, it away. Down, down the garbage disposal. And no one's going to recognize it because they're going to be like, oh, he just made some manicotti or something. <laughs> you know, or SpaghettiOs went crazy. Yeah. But uh, so anyways, in Galveston, Texas, a uh, county grand jury there will decide today whether to indict an Arkansas man accused of burning his two-month-old daughter's face and left hand by putting her in a motel microwave oven. A motel microwave? What was yeah. I've never been in a motel with a microwave. It's probably those, like, residential hotels. Oh, right. And he probably brought his own microwave. Who knows what goes on in Arkansas? So uh, Joshua Royce Malden, uh, 19 years old, faces indictment for felony injury to a child, which carries a maximum sentence of uh, 5 to 99 years in prison and a fine up to 10 grand. I love that. Like, you can face life in prison and a 10 grand fine. Or you could just get five years. That's kind of a big spread, don't you think? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Malden said that uh, police claimed he was sent by God to be a preacher in Galveston, Texas, and that's why he moved from Arkansas <laughs> to uh, Galveston. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. A preacher, huh? Yeah. But um, I, I, I don't know what type of preacher he was trying to be. Uh, definitely not a Mormon. <laughs> So uh, he's accused of putting his daughter in the microwave oven. Uh, this happened just this past Wednesday. She was hospitalized early Thursday and underwent a second skin graft because her face was so severely burned. Mm. And what's interesting about this story and the update that uh, Tracy sent is so not only did this guy, you know, attempt to murder his child by putting her in the microwave, um, the mother of the child, the baby's mama, not her, uh, actually it's her, it's his wife. She blames the devil and not her husband for severely burning their infant daughter after the two-month-old was put in the microwave. Well, that's just typical. You know, it's just, yeah, I think it is typical of religious people. It's like they always have to blame Satan for doing everything. Why, why couldn't she be original and say, Carrot Top made me do it? <laughs> you know, or David Hasselhoff. You know, it's because he drinks so much that I just, you know, in protest, put my kid in the microwave. Yeah, I do think they should spread out the blame a little bit. Yeah, but they always blame Satan. Or the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> it's one and the same, right? Yeah. You know. So um, Eva Marie Malden here said Satan compelled her 19-year-old husband, Joshua, to microwave their daughter because the devil disapproved of Joshua's efforts to become a preacher. Apparently, Satan doesn't like people to become preachers. Well, apparently he's not a very good preacher if he just lets the devil sway him that easily. Yeah, I know. Aren't they supposed to, like, fight against the devil? That's why they're preaching? Yeah, isn't it like that's their superhero power, right? She claims Satan saw my husband as a threat. Satan attacked him because he saw him as a threat and apparently uh, convinced him into putting the baby in the microwave. <laughs> what did the baby ever do to anybody? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know why. He said that he placed his daughter in a motel microwave for only 10 to 20 seconds. Yeah, come on. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess you could uh, – but that's my point here. It's like why didn't – if you're going to put your kid in the microwave – 
why just do it for 10 seconds? Why not do it for three minutes on high? Right. Because the center is still going to be cold after 20 seconds. You just got to put it back in anyways. But I wonder, do you think she had the, uh, the what is that, that rotating plate? The automatic plate. So, you, you know, because you used to have to halfway through, you'd open it up and you'd turn it and then you maybe flip it over. Yeah, but that's like one of the first issue microwaves from like the 80s. So it was probably the newer style that has the automatic plate. And so she was probably like cooked evenly on all sides. I would hope so. <laughs> so the infant here uh, remains hospitalized. She suffered burns on her left side of her face and to her left hand, which isn't funny, Wackerly. No. Yeah, I'm not laughing. Not. Uh, the girl's 20-year-old mother said that her husband is not the monster people are making him out to be. Oh, really? Yeah, he is. <laughs> she probably said <laughs> the same thing it. about Hitler. Yeah, I, I hate <laughs> to break it to you, but yeah. He was, a really, uh, he was a really nice guy. She said he was, that was not my husband. My husband is a wonderful father. Satan was working through his weaknesses. Uh, apparently, uh, his weaknesses are, um, actually amount to an undisclosed mental disability that uh, Ava said her efforts to get help for him have failed. I think that's another reason why he probably wouldn't be a good preacher. Finally here, Joshua Maldlin, um, his only defense, what he told police and when he was trying to explain why he put their, his daughter in the microwave, said that he did it because he was under stress. Well, so <laughs> see... This brings it around full circle. This preacher should have been masturbating because I find that that's a great stress, stress reliever. reliever. Um, yep. Probably better than even microwaving your child. Yeah, no, <laughs> I think. Well, I, I wonder though. And you I can mean, do it all day long, and you're not going to go to jail. Yeah, I, you know, I do wonder. I, I think he had his priorities skewed. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, he, he should be taking care of his kid and just masturbating in another room. Maybe sh- somebody should have given him the uh, twelve ways to not, ma- uh, not, not masturbate <laughs> your baby, not microwave your baby. <laughs> the twelve steps. I kind of like that other one better. And <laughs> not. That's two lists we need now. Two additional lists. Actually, uh, you know, it sounds like a good idea for uh, maybe maybe the forum will come up with that. Or maybe how not to masturbate your microwave. That might be a good idea. On the sick and wrong scale, uh, baby suffered egregious injuries here. I mean, her face is burned. She's probably permanently disfigured. The devil was intimately involved in this story. The devil was involved in uh, this story. I'm going to have to give this on the sick and wrong scale kind of high, 9.4. I think it's worse than my story. I'll give it a 9.4 also. 9.4? 9.4? Yeah. So what if she was internally decapitated after she was put in the microwave? That would that would kick it up to like 9.8. That would have to. Um, so uh, you know what? We'll have the uh, listening audience <laughs> decide. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have the listening audience decide uh, which is the um, the winner here for episode 71. As Just go to com. And, uh, yeah, your vote counts. Can I make a comment about the voting? This just blew my mind this week. I don't know if you read, because when you vote, I hope everybody out there is voting, but when you vote, you can also leave comments for us, which we like because it sort of gives us some insight into your thoughts on the story more than just a vote. But one guy voted, and his comment was, Hey, guys, great show. I've been listening since number one. This is the first time I voted. What? <laughs> You, you just go. We're you at go, 70 you here. go to the website. You push a little button, and then you push another button. It's so easy. Why would you? You'd listen well, to 70 episodes and not vote once, and you just. I mean, I thank this guy for voting, and I hope he continues to vote. But people, it's uh, not that difficult. It's it's very simple. We don't we don't require you to put your email in or anything. It's it's very very easy to do. Yeah, it's not like we're asking for a pound of flesh here. <laughs> but you know what though? In his defense, he's probably listening through iTunes. 
and just, you know, he probably, like, subscribes to it, which I encourage people to do, subscribe okay. to the podcast. And you probably just don't go to the website that often. But we uh, – I'm not willing to let this guy out the hook that easily. <laughs> we we tell people to vote on every episode, I believe. And uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. Well, one thing one, – one more thing I want to mention on this topic is go to the website because we always update – update it with cool youtube videos that you're never going to see anywhere else yeah so there are uh, a couple yeah. good ones this week uh sometimes they're a little bit not so good but <laughs> this week will be good again yeah, martin i was fucking checking out podcasts the other day i checked out this thing called sick and wrong it's got this d simon he's a fucking jew and then a jew the, yeah a jew a goddamn jew and on the, the internet absolutely they got him on the internet nowadays they're everywhere yeah they are i even saw one at my bagel shop but then aside from that that other that that lance wackerly character his co-host i don't know what the fuck he is but i think he's a black amishman from from the dutch country i have no idea what's going on with him. that's worse than being a jew absolutely it is but let me say this they're two good-looking men as opposed to the two of us we're ugly as sin but that doesn't stop us from having our own goddamn show we have our own goddamn show you know what the name of that show is martin can you tell me the name of the show tell it to me right now from the Ville with Martin and Steele on FromTheVille.com. Sounds good to me. Is that it? Sure. All right, log on to FromTheVille.com right now, right here, any place, anytime, anywhere, and you can listen to Martin and Steele on FromTheVille.com and fuck the guys that sing wrong because we're funny. Well, um, Wackerly, it's about time to wrap up episode 71. As usual, when we get towards the end of the show, we tend to uh, describe some listener emails that we receive, and uh, we received a couple good ones. One in particular opens up I think a, a subject to debate, just about the internet in general. Uh, mm. A guy here wrote in, you know, I don't even know his name. I didn't even get his name. Wilbur. But, uh, oh, wait, no, his name's Wisa. Okay. He's an uh, English listener. We do have a uh, pretty substantial English fan base. He said, guys, I listen to your show every week and think it's a great podcast, but I was disappointed with the Mr. Hands video. You gave it such a great buildup, it seemed kind of tame when I watched it. I actually kept looking after I found it, thinking that it couldn't be the right clip. Uh, this is one of the sickest things I've seen on the net, and he includes a link here. The sound of the guy choking and the whole theme is just foul. It raises the bar on the scat thought experiments. Let me be the first to say that no matter how hot the girl is, I'd never do this, which he's referring to what happens in the link that he sent. And we could describe the link on the show. It's, it's, it's a, a scat video, basically, of a girl sitting in like a toilet seat chair crapping like shitting into a guy's mouth and the guy has like a beer bong sort of it's like yeah, a funnel that's exactly going, how i was going to describe it yeah it's, it looks like a beer bong so the guy <laughs> looks like he's bonging her diarrhea and it's kind of like sewn it's in, japanese and it's so the beer bong hose is sewn into his leather like domination mask so he can't take it out of his mouth so he's just bonging her diarrhea right but so I'm sure a lot of – we've posted the Mr. Hands video a couple times. A quick recap. People remember Mr. Hands. It's the video where the guy is getting ass-fucked to death by the horse. Right. And I can never remember if the guy was named Mr. Hands or the horse was named the Mr. Hands. The guy is named Mr. Hands. Oh, you which, can remember that. Yeah, I was determined. I, I, I'm into that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, to be quite honest, I watched both these videos. I sat there and I watched them again. I watched them two times apiece. And then I watched them again, and I masturbated twice. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking about that. But anyway, I watched these two videos, and I sat there, and I was thinking to myself, I personally am more repulsed by Mr. Hands than the guy bonging her diarrhea. I what have, do you think, Wackerly? I have to agree with you. But you, I, I think there isn't a – this. we've talked about this, and we've tried to find a format to put this on the show, and, we, and this is it right here. 
there isn't it's not kind of a pyramid you know there's stuff that everybody considers gross that's at the base of the pyramid but everybody has a different top of the pyramid you know it diverges for every single person I what think, the most disgusting thing well is. i think it's a level of desensitization that everyone has and it depends if you're like you know a noob to the internet if you're like one of the new people that look on the internet or if you're not that well versed in the disgusting you know phenomena that abounds on the internet do you spell that n-o-o-b or n-e-w-b <laughs> n-o-o-b all right yeah i, I got it off of the forum okay. but anyway if you're a noob i could see looking at something like goatsy for example you're going to be totally disgusted and shocked right but it's like i look at goatsy and i just i'm like oh well you know the guy has a gaping asshole it's kind of gross but whatever so it doesn't really bother me and you know i looked at uh the scat thing and i've seen countless scat videos and it also doesn't really bother me the first time I've ever seen a man get fucked by a horse was when I watched Mr. Hands, and that bothered me. I mean, it was just kind of disgusting. And not to mention, they finished the horse off at the end of it. <laughs> so I was wondering, what, what do you think is the most disgusting thing on the internet? The most, hands down, the most repulsive thing on the internet. I almost want to say it's Mr. Hands. Well, right now? Yeah, right now, in your experience as a I think it's this fucking viewer. floppy-necked bitch <laughs> breathing through her fucking just rolling in the breeze neck funnel hole. Oh, it just grosses me out. Probably Mr. Hand. <laughs> well, you know what I think right we now. should do? What I think we should do, we should kind of uh, open up a challenge here. I think we should post both of these videos, a link to both these videos, and have the audience vote as to which they find more disgusting. Because I personally would say that Mr. Hands is sicker. Um, I would too. And let me say this. Uh, I actually think that, you know, you don't see them very often, but the actual, like, snuff films are pretty bad. And I actually probably won't even put – I would draw the line of putting those on the sick and wrong page. Yeah, like, I actually think that's worse than Mr. Hands. I had to yeah, shut that off. Like the Chechenian thing the where Chechenian they, they cut the guy. He, he yeah. had like a foot on the guy's face and right. he was cutting he through his neck. He takes a bowie knife and decapitate – or any of the Middle Eastern stuff where the terrorists like whack some guy's head off with a scimitar. That's well, pretty disgusting. Well, I think – but this comes down to a challenge here. Weiss is saying that – he thinks his video can beat the Mr. Hands, and I don't think it can. And if he wins, I'll send him a T-shirt. I'll send, you know, he can go and be a soccer hooligan in a sick and wrong T-shirt if he wants to be. <laughs> but I really, personally, it was my personal belief that Mr. Hands will kill that video. But we should, I don't know. We should sponsor an English football team. Yeah. They could yeah. all have sick and wrong on their jerseys somewhere, like right above the, the you know, the ass crack or something. That would cost so many pounds, though. Yeah, but somewhere in our, so many of our listeners are from over there. You know, you think it'd be a good target market. Yeah, we might have to do that. I don't know. <laughs> it's well, not going to happen. But yeah, okay. I doubt it. But you know, we should we should definitely post these two things, and we can have the challenge, the sick and wrong challenge. Just you so, want me to put up another vote? Do Do you want to wait a week so other listeners can say, you know, maybe put a third or fourth in the mix? Well, you know, I mean, I guess you could say. I just think, out of my experience on the internet, I've I've surveyed so many different sides of the internet. I've seen Goatsy, Tub Girl. You're familiar with Tub Girl, aren't you? Oh, yeah. And the girl in the bathtub shooting out the uh, yellow liquid from her ass. Lemon Party, which is personally to me, I think, is completely <laughs> repulsive. It's, like a, it's a picture of a bunch of old guys having sex. Yes. It's the, I think these are like the shock sites. Encyclopedia Dramatica is a pretty good website where they actually go into a whole thing about the Power Five and how there's different scales of repulsion on the internet. 
And, th- and that's kind of what we're talking about here. And I found another website that um, I totally recommend. It's called heyya.org, H-E-Y-Y-A.org. And they have another list of a bunch of different shocking things on the Internet that you can look at. I don't need to go there. Do I? I don't know. There's a really good video of this girl that has a speculum in her vagina and a speculum in her asshole, and the guy's peeing into both, like, equally, and then she forces the pee out into another girl's mouth. I actually was kind of impressed by that one, but it wasn't sicker than Mr. Hands. All right, now I have to go there. Yeah, so go go check out heyyad.org. You, you might see what we're talking about. But seriously, we'll see. We'll determine what's the sickest thing on the Internet. And I'm not trying to be, be like, here's an open call for people to send me the most disgusting things they've ever seen. Even like, though you, don't would try love, to, you would love that. Don't try to trump me, you know. It's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm like the master of disgusting right. you know, stuff in here. But because I guarantee our listeners can definitely send in some stuff that I've never seen before. But I'm just saying it comes down to... Yeah, I, I would like to make a, a, a justification. Uh, please don't send in your self-generated movies because we just really don't <laughs> want to know what you guys are doing out there. Yeah. Actually, I second that. <laughs> I second that. But anyway, this week, let's determine which is sicker, Mr. Hands or um, Wisa's entry here, the uh, beer bong diarrhea girl. One more here. Brian sent in a, a number of placenta recipes. I guess... Um, uh, women cook placenta, and placenta's afterbirth, and well, it's they, supposed to be good luck, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be good luck if you actually consume the placenta after I, the child is I never knew anybody actually made a dish with it, though. Yeah, I I think it's kind of gross. They say that the information on eating your placentas is included for amusement only. I think it's kind of disgusting. But go check out this website, mothers35plus.co.uk. They have a recipe here for roast placenta, placenta cocktail, which is kind of like a Bloody Mary with placenta. Um, stirred up in a blender. Doesn't sound too bad. Placenta lasagna, placenta spaghetti bologna, and uh, just a tip on dehydrating your placenta. It's like placenta beef jerky or something. <laughs> placenta jerky? I think there's only one way to eat placenta, and that's just covered in Tabasco sauce. <laughs> it just goes down easier, like well, an oyster. Yeah. I mean, you can eat anything with enough Tabasco sauce on it. <laughs> well, uh, thanks, Brian, for uh, sending that in. Uh, very enlightening. Uh, finally, here, before we get out of here, I want to mentioned everybody that uh the original kings of vulgarity now has a myspace page i don't know if you found out about that no i didn't go to myspace.com slash original kings of vulgarity and uh check out some of the other um shows that are on that i know uh it was set up by two drunks in a podcast which is another show that's a member of the original kings of vulgarity and we have a list of all the other members on our uh, site sickwrongpodcast.com i kind of classify all the uh original kings of vulgarity of which we are a part are people who have a podcast that don't want anybody that they work with to know about their podcast because yes. <laughs> they would all be fired that's kind yeah. of the classification and uh finally here one more thing i want to thank die hard for making that sick and wrong forum i know i haven't been on it yet i've been busy been on vacation been out of town over the weekends but i'm gonna go on it probably tomorrow I'm going to post uh, one of the, the story that was sent in that I think is pretty cool. But go check it out, sickerongpodcastfans.com and uh, the forum page. We also link to the forum page on our website. Yeah, that's that might be the easiest way. I can't ever remember the address, so I just go to our page and hit the forum button there. But you've been on it a few times, haven't you? Yeah, it's been up for a week. It's kind of lively, but I will say it's like the hardcore fans are there, and I'd like for more of the people, you know, that just casual listeners just stro- stop by, and there's a bunch of different sections and stuff you can look at there. It's so much fun. Talk to some other uh, uh, fans of the show. Yeah, go check it out. Well, that about does it here for episode 71. Uh, Stay tuned. We'll be back next week with uh, 72. Until then, take it sleazy. (sighs) 
Good night. Uh-huh.